Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. Everything you need to know about moving to and living in New Zealand. There's a whole world here. So nice to be with you again. We call Aotearoa around here, bro. Uh-huh. You'll be right. We are your hosts, Liz and Brian. Amazing New Zealand in the Southern Seas. See, that's where I belong. That's home. And welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking to you about what to look out for when you rent a house or buy a house in New Zealand. Yep. Actually, this is going to be your show, Brian, isn't it? This well, is all to not. do with you, Brian. Well, no, it was the lovely Priscilla over in um, Long Beach, California, that um, you're going to hear her voice now because she actually asked this question on our NZ Ahead community. Yeah, well, before we play Priscilla's voice, before we introduce her to you, let's just give some context to that. Priscilla is part of our private NZ Ahead um, community Slack group. She's, she bought our um, new, Moving to New Zealand guide. It's a membership. You might have heard us talk about it lots of times before, where people help and support each other make the move to New Zealand. It's hosted by me and Bri. It's a fabulous, fabulous group. And yeah, Priscilla is part of that. And what we encourage within that group is to ask questions. And the other day, much to Brian's delight, you couldn't believe it when she asked this, could you? It was like, I've never seen someone so happy. Yeah, but the thing is that I'd answered this question quite a long time ago, but kind of like, you know, it was probably six months ago, wasn't it? And then I couldn't find the, the thread that it was on. Yeah. So I was like, well, I need to rewrite that answer then, don't I? And and basically keep it so it's for everyone. And not only that, let's do a podcast about it as well. So much to Brian's delight, this is the question that came in from the lovely Priscilla, who is a member of the NZ community group. Hi, I'm Priscilla. I'm from Long Beach, California, and I'm a member of the NZ Ahead Slack community. I'm trying to get a list together of all the questions to ask when looking for rentals. I already know to ask about insulation, for example, double glazed windows and heating, but does anyone else have suggestions for what to ask? So, Bri, can you believe that you got that question? And it's a really, really valid question, too, on a serious note, isn't it, Yeah, it is. It is, because everybody coming to New Zealand... It's going to need somewhere to live. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. If you, you know, you're emigrating over here, that's one of the main things is like the area that you're going to be living in, mm. you know, and you need to live in something, whether it's an apartment or whether it's a house you or You do whatever. indeed, Bri. You do need to live in something. And yes. the reason that you're so hot on this and you know your stuff, well, you know your stuff anyway, but the reason that you're extra, extra, extra hot on this stuff yeah. is because we've just rented our house for six months. Yes. And, um, unbeknown to me you were in the background doing all these things that apparently you need by law to, when you yes, rent your well, house the, the healthy home act came into um, force um i think it was this year uh, that you had to comply that you knew it was coming in so you had to get ready for it over the last few years so when we rented the house five years ago we didn't have to comply with that much of the healthy home act um you just had to say that what insulation you had in the walls and in the ceilings and stuff like that but now you have to um, have a a way to heat the living room mm. so that's the biggest part of the healthy home act i can tell i'm really going to enjoy this podcast brian I'm why going to- <laughs> yes it's just- see these little- <laughs> it's just right up my street this yeah, knowing go. all about the regulations that we need it's yeah. quite funny actually last night we were having dinner and we talked we were talking about this podcast we were this question had come in from priscilla by the way if you want to know about joining the nz ahead private community group We'll give you details about that later in the show. So just if you're new to this podcast, is this your first time and you're thinking, oh, what is this membership they're talking about? Just hang around and we'll tell you about that later on in the show. But yeah, we were having dinner last night and Brian said, oh, you know, I'm going to be telling everyone about the regulations and all the law, you know, what, what you need. And I said, well, are you sure you know about that, though, Brian? Yeah, it wasn't. You said, "Well, we didn't have to oh, yeah, we comply didn't have, with that. We didn't, we didn't do that, though, Brian, did we, when we rented our house? And Brian was like, Actually, Liz, I spent weeks getting all this stuff together to make sure that we did comply. So it <laughs> just goes to show what I know about you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is like when you come to rent your house, you just think, oh, stick it on the market and away you go. But because mm. of the Healthy Homes Act, you know, you've got to have insulation, you've got to have ventilation and you've got to have a heating system. Right. So let me just be clear. The stuff that you're going to tell us now and you're going to answer Priscilla's question, is this 
for renting a house or when you buy a house or is it both? Uh, it's it's mainly it's mainly for you as the renter by renting a house. That's what the main thing because most people when they first come to New Zealand will rent a house. So just to be clear, this is for people who are renting a house in New Zealand and buying a house as well. If in case they come to when they come to buy a house, the things that they should be looking out for. It's just it's to do when you when you go to rent a house. Then these are the things that you you want to look out for yeah, and yeah. just make sure that it's it's tip top and it's it's up to yeah. order for the money that you're spending. Okay, so, take it away then. Yeah. Number one, what's the thing I've got to look out for? First thing is the location. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. Why? Well, the location really matters, doesn't it? Because you can drive around in, in say, it's a Monday afternoon and you're looking for a, a place to rent and you're going to meet the rental agent. So you're looking, oh, what, where is it we're going to be moving to? As in, is it on a busy, busy road? You know, what's is it close to any workshops or any places of work that are noisy in the day or evening? Is it mm, by a train point. track? Remember that house we were living in, in in England and they had that factory that went on all night, yeah. didn't it? But it right? was, it was just... But a, how would you possibly know that unless well, you... That's, but you've got to do your research, yeah. you've got to do your homework. You've got to go there in the evening, see what the neighbours are like, if there's any parties going on, is it party central at the weekend? Mm. All those sort of things, what sort of noise is going on at night? Because, like I say, we, we bought a house in the middle of the Somerset um, countryside, didn't we? Mm. At 10 o'clock at night, the quarry started up. Down the road. Drove you mad that, didn't oh, it? Oh, it's just all you could hear was reversing I trucks going beep, beep, beep all night. It was just <laughs> such an idyllic spot, but not for that. All right, you know? then. So location, that's a good point. And it is a really yep. good tip, actually, that... And we always do this, don't we, me and you? Whenever we're renting or buying anywhere, we go and, like, a couple of weirdos park up at midnight outside the house. Yeah, we just go around at 10 and o'clock and listen. walk around the neighbourhood. Yeah, because it's good to know, isn't it? Yeah, you need to see, you know, because you know, all the people are at work have now come home. Mm. So you have you got the big widescreen TV on and the surround sound going and, mm. you know, or is, is it is it Party Central on a Friday night? Mm. Yeah, so it's those things, just look out for it because, like I say, you can go around in the day and it's nice and quiet, but there might be, I don't know, there might be a, a workshop that works at night, Yeah, you know? A factory yeah. or something that you can't quite see, but you can, you can hear for sure. Mm. So it's those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next point. Next point, let's go down my list. Oh, gosh, um, how big is ooh, it? Big one, water. Water? Yeah. Most councils don't charge for water, but if they do, then rates and things and stuff like that are normally paid for by the landlord. Um, but you've got to understand it. Are you on reticulated water, which is mains water, I means it comes through a network of pipes to the house, or are you on a rainwater system, or are you on a bore water system? So you've just got to know. Hang what, on, what's a bore water what, system? A bore water is just like a well. That would be drilled down through well, the ground. That's a bit old-fashioned, isn't it? Do you know any houses that, are, oh, here's your water, go to the well and bring it up on a bucket? Well, you asked me what it was. I was I know, just trying but... to tell you it was an artesian well, but <laughs> yes, not, right. not not Jack and Jill <laughs> went up the hill to <laughs> fetch a pail of water, was it? That's right. Is there, are there any houses in New Zealand with a well and a bucket? <laughs> no. Right, OK, so we can disregard <laughs> It's a well. <laughs> it's not a bloody wishing well, is it? <laughs> Okay, so you get to the house. Luckily, you see a tap. Check out, see if there's that little round thing with like, drop your money in here. Somebody, Jack and Jill. No, but the rainwater thing is a good point because we're on rainwater, aren't we? We're on tank water. Yeah, yeah. So flipping nightmare if it's a sunny, hot sun, long hot summer. That's what we're trying. I'm trying to say. So you know, if you've got a family of three or something like that, and you're just thinking, how big is the actual rainwater tank? You know, they're normally five thousand gallons or twenty, twenty-two thousand, twenty-five thousand liters. Have you got one tank or two tanks? Is it filtered? It's very, very important that you filter it and um, UV sterilise it. A lot of Kiwis tend not to. Oh, Bri, this question, it's funny you should bring this up, Bri, because yeah. this question came up on the chat the other day and they were like, oh, I think it was um, Lysel from, uh, what's the place called? Dubai. Dubai. And she yeah. was saying about how that she'd heard that, you know, you didn't have to filter your water in New Zealand and could you just drink the tap water? Yeah, Loads of people drink yeah. their tap water and it isn't filtered, just to be clear about that. Yes, no, no it's true. Um, I'd, me as a plumber, I'd recommend you filter everything that comes into your house because you're actually ingesting it. So um. mm. yeah, but not everyone's like you, though. Are they? No, but, but uh, you know, there's a lot of there's chemicals and things put into the water right. anywhere in the world, you mm. know, to keep it um, stop it stagnating in the pipes and stuff. So there is a bit of normally um, chlorine stuff added to it, and uh, sometimes there's a bit of calcium to protect the steel pipes to stop the. Mm reactive um, galvanic action. Okay, there. so you walk into the house, you see the tap, you're really yep. happy that you're not going to be lugging the, the bucket up and you say, okay, is this mains water or are we... So if they're in the middle of town, it's going to be mains water, isn't it? 
You would think so, but some places do still have a, uh, a rainwater tank okay. as well, be- just to keep the cost down. Right. And they look at it as a bit more eco as well sometimes. So you would say, is this a rainwater? Are you a mains water or is this tank water? Yeah, you'd the- say reticulated for New Zealand. Oh. Um, reticulated means mains water. It means a network of pipes. That's all reticulation means. Oh, do you not means. say mains water in New Zealand? No, it's reticulated gas or reticulated oh, right. water. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, t- it takes Could a time. Just it, Well, because you've never really dealt with it, have you? No. I'd never heard the word reticulation really before I came no, here. No, it's a good word that isn't it yeah reticulation yeah. well ask if they've got reticulation reticulated water reticulated gas reticulated drains yeah so that just and means when it's they on the say mains. oh yeah yeah we've got tanks water, just we've yeah. got tank water you're on the rain water in in other words you'll be drinking the water that comes out of the sky and goes in the tank just make sure you ask how big are those tanks yeah that's it is it an underground tank or is it above ground tank nine times out of ten they're above ground so you see you'll see the big plastic tank mm. um somewhere in, in the garden like you know or a concrete tank uh, and just ask what type of filtration if they say oh, it hasn't got any then you just think about you know maybe having a water sample taken or something like that oh bry really or do you want having to... a water sample taken? Well, what are you going to do Wait. people get ill with bad water Oh, there could be possums in there, this. there could be rats in there, there could be yes, all sorts. but... Oh, well, no. that's, see, that's what most people do. And well, I'm telling you, these are the things that you need to look out for. I know, but okay, all right then. Yeah, all it's right. like you, you can turn around and go, oh, it's not important, but you're actually drinking it. You're gonna yeah, if I was buying kids, the You're going to let your kids then, drink it. Yeah. But, no, different, yeah. No, no different if you rent it. Really? Yeah. All right, then when we rented Trish and Mark's, how come you didn't say I want a water sample? Well, because it was Maine's. Oh, Brian. Reticulated. Thank you. There you go. Get the terminology right, please, plumber. <laughs> yeah. And the, you know, so you remember um, Matt from um, down the road who mm. rented Lex's mm-hmm. mum and dad's old yeah, house. Yeah. Well, that had actually that rainwater system and it had farm water, river water going in it as well. Ooh. How bad was that? Yeah. You know, so you've just got to be really careful. Like, oh, we've been on that river water for years. And it's like, well, Really, with all the runoff from the fields and stuff, mm. you don't want to be drinking. <laughs> all right, then. So you get you ask for a, a you, you say, is it filtered? And hopefully I'm hoping that it will be. Yes. OK. And the other big thing to remember is like we just said, and this only because we know firsthand about this. If you're coming in over with a family of four, you know, four kids and the six of you, you don't want to be going and renting or buying a little property, a property with a tiny little water, rainwater tank. Rainwater yeah. tank and some of them are tiny. Running out. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, do you know what, Bright? It stresses me out in the summer. Every summer we have to listen to it, don't we? If yep. there's more than four sunny days in Tadanaki, we have to hear about, Ooh. turn that shower off, we're going to run out of water. Yep. It might stop be a long running, summer. Stop running the tap while you're cleaning your teeth. Yep. Well, it's that's, just... that's, it's those things because it, it's important because you can get, um, you know, a tanker to come around and fill you up yeah, with it's water. it's dear, isn't it? Well, it's about $700, mm, yeah. Exactly. So it's up to you. And it's only... You know, um, it's not a full tank when they bring it around. It's about 7,000 litres or something like that. Mm. So it's up to you how much you, uh, you know, uh, how much you want to use the water. I mean, you know, if it's got a really big blasty shower in in the rental property, then it's going to use a lot of water. So, mm. Do you know what I love, Bri? What? Those big rainwater showers. You know, you stand under them and it's like... It's like being in the rain. Yeah. I'd love one of those showers. Yeah. Only anyway, for, go on then. The Anything winter, else? Hey? Yep. Right, next one is drains. So mm-hmm. what? what's the drains connected to, that, as in the sewer what's system? What's that smell? Yeah, what is, it? Ooh, is that the septic <laughs> tank? <Yeah. laughs> so has it got a septic tank or has it got reticulated drains or has it got an eco tank system or a tiger worm system or something like that? You know, that's something that eats the poo or one that aerates the poo and then it goes down to an effluent field. So you just want to know who's responsible for emptying it or if it gets blocked up or mm. what happens. Like, you know, um, is it up to you to get it emptied or is it up to the, the landlord? It's normally the landlord that would sort all that out. Or is it just on, you know, reticulated drains and mains drains? Yeah. 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 So just the things that you've got to look for and ask them where the septic tank is, like, you know, in case the kids are playing around it or whatever, like, you know, you want to keep mm. them away. I don't know. It's not that. The, the, you can push them in. Yeah, you could always push them in. Go for a swim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm being a bit silly today. Right. Okay. Yeah. Get, get my sensible head so on because I can that, see that you're very serious about this. Yeah. So that's the question. Hang on. Is, I haven't finished yet. Oh, sorry. Yes, go on. Go on. Is ask about the drains. Right. All right. Is there a property in New Zealand mm. that has a well with a bucket and a toilet with some worms in the bottom of it eating the poo? Probably somewhere. Do you reckon? Yeah. Because yeah. some, some places... Those, like, get... If you went down, you know, like deep in like, you know, the middle of the forest in Wanaka or something, you know, where they're yeah. all like really yeah, but hippie a, and stuff. A lot of these, what's the names, these glamping places are like that, aren't they? Yeah. Well, we went to that place that we had that 
toilet. Composting that, yeah, toilet. Yeah, composting. I didn't like that. Do you know, some people are going that way because, you know, oh. and it's just like, oof, are they clean? I don't know. Some it reminds me of be. cat litter. Yeah, but where'd you put it all? I suppose the compost. You know, when you sprinkle fresh stuff. cat litter on the yeah. thing, I just, that's, what it, that's what it reminds me How of. How big a garden have you got? <laughs> but then again, it is eco, so of course we're very eco, well, so we, it, we it promote can take, that. It can take two years for it to compost properly, mm. anyway. Okay, so that's a really good point, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So next Do you one. think you should flush the toilet? Hang on, sorry. Go on. Do you think that when you're looking around a rental property, it's a yeah. good idea to turn... I've seen people doing this and I always wonder why. Well, you, you jump in the gun now, aren't you? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Should you flush the toilet? You can flush the toilet. Flush it and see how long it takes to fill up. <laughs> yeah. You can have a little poo as well. <laughs> see if it goes down. <laughs> Wait a minute. Just wait in the kitchen. I've just got yeah. to do something. Yeah. There's an extractor in here. <laughs> All right, go on. Anyway, so the next one is plumbing. (gasps) Okay, so that ask about the plumbing. Mm. Uh, What type of, but this is more, you know, what type of plumbing has it got? Has it got, um, well, basically, you know, is it a hot water cylinder? Is it a, as they call them over here, infinities, which is a continuous flow hot water? So, you know, as long as there's gas going into the boiler, it will keep running hot water, like, you know, a bit like a combi boiler. As you have, um, you know, in the in the UK and stuff like that. So it's just an in- instantaneous hot water heater that just keeps keeps it going, continuous flow, or they call it an infinity over here, which is a brand. It's a bit like saying a Hoover, mm. a vacuum cleaner. What's um, best? What's best? And and has it got, or has it got a solar hot water system, or has it got a heat pump hot water s- right. cylinder? So there's all those type of heating, um, you know, because he- heating hot water is the biggest. Um, use of energy in any house in the world, basically. Mm. Um, you know, and we we all need hot water. So, you know, if you've even got a super eco house, you're finding heat in hot water for everything. It is always the biggest draw on any of the systems, like, you know. So just ask what type of hot water system it is. Nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be an electric hot water cylinder. Um, which is, is that the mo- where there's a tank? It fills it's just up, a tank. You switch the yeah, switch on. You switch the switch. Some, somewhere along on, on the call, a ripple relay, which is like when the, um, a bit like Economy 7 that we had, used to have in the UK, at times of low energy consumption, it will come on and switch on and you get cheaper rates. But it's still going to cost you probably $200 at least a month to heat the hot water that way. Well, gas can be like $50. Hot water heat pump can be even cheaper. And if you were, I know this is a little bit off topic, but if you were, if someone was building a house now yeah. and they said, okay, we want the most bestest, the cheapest, the more most efficient, and I don't never want to run out of hot water, but I don't want it to cost me a lot of money. What would you, and I do, what, what should I put in, Brian? Should I put in a water tank and a switch that turns well, it on and the heats thing it is, if you want Hang to, on, I haven't finished. And do you, or should I put on, <laughs> should, I, should I, should I put in one of these? Um, that's continuous from the gas. Well, you just said you don't want to run out of hot water. Yes, I don't. All right. So, do you want to be eco, or no, do really. you just want to let the water hot water nice run hot, down the drain? I just want a nice hot shower well, uh, in under, your house under my rain house, yeah. rain water shower in your house. Me and the worms. I would, I would, I would put a continuous flow in. It's not the most eco, but the right. most eco way to go in New Zealand really now is a hot water heat pump. To be honest, is it? Um, it's just with regulations regarding solar um, uh, panels and things like that, as in um, evacuated tubes, they're called, which is, uses hot water to go through them, heats it up off the sun, um, and it gives you hot water back to the cylinder. That just the health and safety with getting up to repair those and, and look after them yearly can be quite expensive. Like, you know, so mm. it, you know the cost of maintenance outweighs the cost of um, the hot water heat pump which basically just uses the warm air in the environment to um, um, take, you know, harvest the energy from that mm. and put it into the hot water. Do you know what I wish I wish... You're confused now, aren't you? Yeah. Do you know what I wish we'd done, Bri? What? When we built our house 12 yeah. years, 10 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, 11 years ago. it was 10 years. Yeah, 11 I years I wish ago. we'd gone and put those solar panels on the roof. Do you know what? I'm glad we didn't because they weren't as good as what they are nowadays and they're a lot cheaper nowadays and they would probably now need replacing, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you said when we put them when when we were discussing putting them on, you said it'll take ten years to, for that to pay itself back. Yeah, once. back then, but now the the payback. Now here we are, ten years later. Yeah, the payback's coming a lot cheaper now, like you know. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so All right. there's lots of but just look for what hot, hot water system that it's got, and staying on the plumbing thing, it's like what's the water pressure like. Yeah, that's you know, important. You know, because if you're on a, a pump, you know, is the pump noisy? Is it underneath the house or is it in the garage? You don't want a piddly shower. No, you don't, and, and that's the thing, isn't it? And it's just so. 
a lot of the hot water cylinders are low pressure hot water cylinders in New Zealand. And that just means that your shower is going to be a bit of a dribble. So you and just make sure that, you know, move it from hot to cold and make sure it doesn't go red hot one moment and then freezing cold when you move it over the other bit, because sometimes they have an imbalance of the pressures and it's not set up right. Mm. So you just got to be aware of that or, you know, run the shower and flush the toilet and see if it, you, you, it goes red hot or something. Mm. So just check out those things, because these are important things which just make your life so much happier. I'm not saying that if it's the house you really, really want, you'll. You don't really care. No, because you would but just sort it out once you It's just a it, list of things. It's, you know, it's check out what is, the, yeah. what is, what is it like? Mm. Ask about the plumbing, you mm. know, and just see what's what. If you see a copper pipe sticking out the roof, it's normally, it's a straight copper pipe that goes up. There's no insulation on it, no lagging, you know, that's. Um, but Brian, say if you went to rent a house and yeah. you walked in, you'd been, you'd use the bathroom, came out and said, right, I've just turned the tap on to wash my mm. hands and the pressure is very, very low. I don't want to rent this house unless you sort that pressure out. Do they have to? No, sort they wouldn't it out? have to do anything. I'm just saying these are the things that to you want for, to look yeah. for because yeah. you know once you've signed the contract, there's no going back. You know, and but can just, they do anything about that anyway? No, but you're aware of it, right. so you don't get upset. And there yeah, might be another yeah. house that you think, oh, I love that other one. It's got yeah, everything that one. I know it's not quite as nice a house or mm -hmm. whatever it is, but it's going to be better for us for the first six months in New Zealand yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. You know. Remember, if you're moving to New Zealand and you're looking for an immigration advisor to help you with all the process, the company we recommend are NZ Shores. The guys over there are absolutely brilliant. Loads of members of our NZ Ahead private community use them and they have raved about them. That's why we recommend them. The brilliant thing about NZ Shores is they offer a free assessment. So if you're wondering whether or not you're eligible to move to New Zealand, you go to their website, you fill out a form and they will contact you and tell you whether or not it's worth moving forward and how they can help you. And that's absolutely free. The way you can get to that assessment form is by going to www.nzshores.com slash Liz. So that's nzshores.com slash Liz. Go over there, fill out the form and you will be in such good hands with NZ Shores. Great point. Next point. So next point, staying on like the plumbing route is... Oh, God. Are um, still on the plumbing? Yeah. The, the house that you're renting should comply with the Healthy Homes Act. Mm. There might be the odd one if it's a super old house that they've got a um, a sort of a thing that can let them off doing it, like, you know, so they don't have to... Because they can't. It's physically impossible to do the walls or whatever it is, like, you know. But just... It's the, it's very rare nowadays that it should be because it should have underfloor insulation if it's on piles. It should have wall insulation in the walls, um, and it should have you know insulation in the roof. It they've got to have those things to rent the house now in New Zealand, and it must have a, a way to heat the living room, and they must do a calculation on that living space to say that you know. To keep it, and it's this is what's crazy, it's only got to be 18 degrees when it's zero degrees outside or wherever you are in the country. If you're down south, then it can be minus four or five, like, you mm. know, depending on where you are in, in, in the country. And you ask to see that heat, heat loss calculation that they've done. And it's to be a printed out piece of paper from the government or from a heating professional that says you, you need, say, three or four kilowatts in your living space. Mm. And it can't be just a plug-in heater that you can wheel around and take into room to room. It's got to be fixed to the wall, a proper heater um, or a wood burner or a heat pump or something like that. So right. just check out that living area. Bedrooms, they don't care about and the bathrooms, they don't care about. Right. So when you come, if it says, oh, it's got heating, it will only be in that living space more than likely. So what have they got to ask for again? What's the heating? And and ask for the, the the heat loss calculation for the house. The heat loss calculation for the house. Yeah. And that will show that they've that got, shows, they're going to have sufficient heating yes. throughout the house. And it just says it will say your living room, say it's two kilowatts or three kilowatts, one kilowatt, whatever it is. That if the wood burner has got to have that much power in it, which most wood burners do, or the electrical fire that they've got there for you has got to have that heat output suitable for that room. Or mm. the heat pump has got to be, you know, a three or four kilowatt heat pump. Mm. Or the gas 
fire has got to be a three, four kilowatt gas fire. Can I just say, I'm just going to interrupt and just say, and then we'll carry on. If you're completely confused and you're just, yeah. your head is swimming and you're part of our membership group, please, you can, they can just reach out to you, can't they, Brian? They can reach out to me. And this this list that I'm reading off, yeah. is all, it's, it's quite a good list Brian, to go yeah, off it's a of. So you, you've list. got to get into the, the group to get hold of it. Yeah, and... Brian's printed it off. So if you are a part of the membership and you're sitting here thinking, oh, I wish I had a list of this, go to the Frequently Asked Questions tab and... Um, it's in the resource page. And if you can't yes. find it, just direct message me or Brian and we'll send yeah, it. And it's, and it's in the five-day video guide. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it in there as well. Yeah. No, yeah. not the five-day, the, the the proper moving to Oh, sorry, not the five. Yeah, yeah. The not the free Tuesday. one. Yeah, not the free one. Yeah. No. yeah. Okay, then next. So the next one is, um, so we, we've, we've covered heating. And just make sure that it's got the ventilation. So it's supposed to have cooker ventilation. So a decent extractor, not just one that recirculates. It's supposed to be 125 mil hole out and through, unless it's an older house. Um, might be 100 mil hole, but it's got to have proper ventilation. It can't just have a recirculating extractor. Mm. That's in the kitchen. So to get rid of cooking smells oh, right? and, and, and moisture out of the house. Well, yeah. How would you know if it went out the roof and it's not recirculating? Well, have a look and look outside. Make sure it's doing it. Yeah. Make sure you don't hold your hand above the extractor and it's just recirculating. It might be a good idea just to bring some chips along and just get yeah, your you frying pan. You could fry some down. chips while you're having a poo. <laughs> and then... <laughs> My husband's just in the bathroom, but I'm just yeah. going to make a spot of lunch. Yeah, but it's, it's to stop moisture in the house. This is what yeah. it is because so much moisture comes out, you're cooking like, you know. Uh, and the bathroom has got to have a proper extractor fan as well. Mm. Oh, As right. in where the showers are. Can't just open a window. Yeah, and that's in if it's got an ensuite as well. So it's got to have... this stuffed up loads of people, you know, Brian, Oh, well, it would have And they're done. renting yeah. their house out. Yeah, well, but it's up to you. You know, that's what landlords need to get their asses into gear. You mm, know, quite right as of, well. Instead of rubbish. Yeah, instead of... Because they buy a little house and think, oh, I'll rent this. Yeah. And they haven't done anything to it. No. They stink a load of students in it. It's not fair. No, it's not fair. No. No. Thank so, goodness we comply with all these rules. Well, our house was built. I know. Once your house was built after 2009, it's like you almost comply because that's what the building regulations mm. were. They all changed in 2009. Insulation and everything should be sorted out. The heating should be sorted out. But like I say, it's only in the living area, which to me is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, the next thing is ask about the communications, the internet, the phones. Very watching, important. Well, yeah, watch your mobile phone Especially signal like at home. Kids. You know, because you might be, you have, you know, arrive at the house, you've got zero bars, you need to change your provider to have internet access, mm. uh, not internet, but mobile phone access at home because, you know, it's important, I think. So it's just check it. Basically, the internet, has it got, has it got fibre? You need to know if it's available because, you know, you can request to have fibre installed in the house. That's fine. At your cost? Uh, yes, but it can be at um, the, the uh, What's fibre cost. again? Fibre is just, um, uh, you know. Really fast fi internet. Fibre optics, yep, yep. I mean, there are, uh, you know, and so you've got to look at is what are the options? It's copper wire coming in, which is just normally low speed, basic internet. You've got your high speed internet, which is uh, normally um, the uh, fibre optics. If you're rural, you could be wireless. So you've just got to ask what sort of oh, wireless system you've got. Yeah, but that's the thing. Worms, but, but well, we're, no, but we're on wireless, no internet. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Dial up. Yeah, or you can always go down the um, Elon Musk's Starlink because that. Oh, that's brilliant. That, a few of the guys it? on um, like Emil down in Dunedin, he's he's using it. And oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. And so we talked about it over the last sort of year, month, uh, six months, a year about Starlink and saying that it, it's what, a, you it's, and it's a, yeah, and, and Bert as well from, oh. from Belgium. And because uh, Emil's from Holland and he's gone out and bought the package, which is, it's, I think it's a, all in all, it costs the install, um, which they just send it in a box. I think it's about 2000 or 1800, 2000 New Zealand dollars and around about 160 to 190 a month depending on what you mm. want to do because they, they they have an rv package so if you've got an rv um you know a motorhome you can have fantastic internet anywhere in new zealand mm. and it's 200 a month but i think it's about 160 a month uh, it's unlimited um data the speeds that a meal was getting was 360 megabits down a second. Is that good? Which is fantastic, yeah. He lives in Dunedin, though. He That's the mega city no, of, it's, no, it's, of the this internet. Is, this is coming from the, the, oh, the stars. The star satellites, oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and his upload was about 60 megabits a second. That's fantastic. Yeah, low latency. Right. So it's, it's brilliant. Mm. Okay, so what if you went to a house? That's the other... Well, I've got two parts of this question, please. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to see a house and it's really idyllic and you go down a really long, steep drive down to it. It's in the woods down in the bottom of the valley. Yeah. Am I going to be thinking no internet? Yeah, you might not get um, Starlink. You, you get an app on the phone, which basically it just uses your camera and you just point it at the sky and you move it around a little bit and it'll go, yeah. Okay, so say I can't get the Starlinks yep. and uh, there's no internet down there. Yeah. What can I do? Well, it's not a lot you can do unless no, there's a couple of wire down there. What do you I say Ask to the them people? what have they got for, for... That's what I'm saying. I've asked about the communications. Right. But is there anything you can do to... Because I know like when we haven't had internet in the well, past, norm, there's norm, always something you'd manage to yeah, do normally that gets us internet. Rural, rural wireless will do. If it's like you might have to... I don't know. They might have to run a cable 200 metres up the road or something. I don't right. know. I, 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 it all depends what, how much how big the property is. Mm. And is there someone broadcasting to you? Like, you know... Mm. So, I forgot my second half of the question now. I was going to ask you something else, but I've forgotten what that was. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, go on then. Yeah, but that Starlink is pretty good, you yeah. know, because not many places have got Are we going to get Starlink, much. do you think? No, because we're, we're running off the... Yeah. Um, we've got good good Wi-Fi because, um, you know, uh, we're, we're running off the the Coro Co-op, which is Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. It's a high-speed internet mm, provider. If you saw a house, Bry, and it was right next to one of those... Um, you know, cell towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Is that dangerous? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, it, Would you buy a house that was right next to a cell tower? Cell tower. Uh, probably not. No, why? I don't know because there's a lot of there's a lot of radio waves coming off those yeah. things. It's all right when you get away from. It's like them, putting your head in the bit. microwave, isn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't really want to do that. No. Would you? No. But no. if you are buying a house that's next to a cell tower, then that's fine. Yeah. Because but it depends how big that cell tower is, like you know. Mm. Um, but realistically, the the small ones in towns are all low power, so you know. Yeah, I, I really don't know. It's something I can't comment on because there's lots of people that would like to comment on it and saying, "Oh, you know," the, the, but aren't we funny? We've had radio signals flying around everywhere, everywhere, haven't we? Mm. You know, ever since uh, Radio One was broadcasting and the BBC. It's the and, ether, isn't it, Brian? It's the yeah, ether. Yeah. Right, then, okay, yeah. next question then. Anyway, yeah, because it is only just one... Just say that if anyone asks you. It is only I, one signal going out with thousands of channels on it, like, mm. you know, digital channels, so it's not... Yeah, digital is a lot better than what the analog I thought you just said be. you didn't want to comment. No, I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, anyway. All right. Yeah, so... Next then. Next. Next thing is... Um, uh, it's Windows as well. It's... I was looking at cladding, well, but that's more, that's more if you're buying a house, there's cladding and stuff like that. Well, what's the house made of, basically? So it doesn't really matter, you know, what the house is made of if you're renting, because you you don't really have to look after it, because, yeah. you know, the landlord must look after the house. I mean, you've got to keep it clean and normally mow the grass. So what do you mean when you come to Windows? Then? Uh, so Windows, ask about the Windows. Um, lots of the older uh, houses are all single glazed. Yeah. And even the double glazing in New Zealand is not that brilliant. But the only thing is um, the double glazing uh, offers a slightly better bit of um, thermal uh, resistance, you know, as in insulation to the house. But the main thing is, is about the windows is the landlord has to make them not drafty. Mm. OK, that's part of the healthy right. homes. There can't be any bad drafts coming through the floor. Um, coming through the windows or coming through the doors. What if they've just got one of those like sausage dog um, no, cushion not. It's things? It's got, got a proper draft exclusion. Can't yeah. just say, oh, look, yeah. there's nothing to do So you just, that. just check that out because if, if, if it just gets very windy in New Zealand, if it is windy, then, you know, you're going to have a windy cold house because mm. it's going to blow all the heat out. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. So just check the windows and make sure they're insulated. No, what was it? Draft, draft, draft. Yeah, all being draft proof properly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't really tell on if you go in, in the summer and it's a nice day, but you just you, you'll see them visually around the draft exclusion. Is there any tricks like that. that you can do, like a little trick, just while the estate agent is just out the room that you can just maybe? Is there like a? Well, take some feathers with you, and then just drop a feather in front of the window, and if it gets blown away, then well, you know it's, it's drafty. Oh, that's a good idea, right? Remember Everest windows. Well done. That was their that was their advert, wasn't it? Oh, was it? it? Yeah. Okay. All right then. That's a really good tip. That. There you go. Okay. Good. Good boy. Next. Next. I mean, I've got like uh, spouting gutters and stuff like that. It's more for buying a house. Uh, The next one is is parking. Oh, yeah. You know, where are you going to park? How many cars have you got? Have you got two cars? Make or break your life, that can't it, Brian? It can. Because, you know, you come home at night, you've been working all day and someone's in your parking space. Nothing worse, is there? No, it's horrible. Or you come back with your shopping, it's like, you know, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So just check out the road that it's on. What's the parking like? Has it got off street parking? Most 
Kiwi properties tend to have off-street parking, but some of them um, can just be on-street. So mm. just just be careful. You know, has it got a garage? If the, is the garage big enough to put both your cars in? Do the Kiwis tend to put their cars in garages? They do. A lot of the, um, you know, because cars used to be pretty hopeless, didn't they? Nowadays, a car can, can, can kind of stay out, but lots of people use the garages. Mm. All the, if you've bought a house, which is, you know, the last... 20 years it's probably got an electric garage door open on it as well do you know what made me feel really posh brian when we built our house yeah when we built up we've got a garage that's attached to the house you know like it's yeah. part of the house what's it called internal garage integral integral isn't yeah. it and we had and i've never heard of this before we had carpet laid in the garage didn't yeah. we couldn't believe it yeah. it's a special sort of carpet isn't it that goes in garages yeah that... it's it's quite water resistant and mm. uh, you know it'll get wet but it doesn't sort of it's not got an underlay on it it's just like a, a nylon mesh isn't mm. it like you know we don't use our car, uh, garage to put our cars in though do we no we don't know we never have no because we yeah we use it as a gym really don't we've we? used it as a gym and also our we all our utilities in there well, our the washing machine could stay there, but i'm not i had a big fan so it wouldn't fit it anyway no yeah, wouldn't have even got So, in the yeah, door. look for parking because that's really important. There's nothing worse as well. Do you know what? I hate it when people do this. When you've got your own little parking, you know, thing up to yep. the road and some clever little Dicky. person comes and just parks on this. I'm, I'm talking about England now. I'm not. This has never happened to me in New Zealand, but and they just park, don't they? So you just you can't quite quite get out, yeah. you know, yeah. just, they make it so they can get out and no yeah. one else can get in. They're not blocking your entrance, yeah. but they're not. They're also just coming a little bit too further. Over. And also we used to live in this terrace house in Newquay in Cornwall oh, because it was a, a tourist town. What was Some that was a nightmare, like? wasn't it? Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, and people would just park outside your outside your house because it was free parking, and then go and walk to the hotel and just leave it there all week. Yeah, and do you remember some people as well? I mean, this is going off topic. Some people would park in the car outside our house and sleep in their car, yeah. and then walk up the side of our lane. Yeah, we against and the house. Use it as a public toilet. Yeah, as a urinal. It's just awful, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Why did we live there? Well, you have to buy a house somewhere. That was our first, first house. house. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we bought it. It was nice, but it was just yeah. it was just horrible in the summer. But yeah, yeah you something done, to you just don't like for. things like that. It's just not nice, is it? No, it's not, yeah. Brian. No. Not nice at there all. We go. So, going through the things again: location, water, drains, plumbing, electrical. That's one thing we didn't talk about. Oh it's, no, it's the electrical, isn't it? I was it's, say we're not done yet, are we? I no, thought we'd be here for hours. No, well, just go on with the electrical. Just check out the electrics um, because a lot of the older places have rewirable fuses, and. You know, and the, it's like looking, the, the fuse board is like looking at something out of Frankenstein's uh, laboratory, like, you know, um, because it just, yeah, it can be pretty shocking. So, you know, if you get like a power failure or a, a, a fuse blows, then, you know, it's going to be a bit of a pig to rewire it. And lights, the fuse has gone out. So breakers mm. are so much better and they're a lot safer. Um, you know, especially with the... Uh, so what should they be looking for? Just when look how going? new the fuse board is. Right, and the, can the they request... Board. Oh, this is a bit of an old banger. I just want this Just like, well, you're going to see it straight away because you're going to look at it and think, my goodness, I've never seen that before. In America, you don't see stuff like that really unless you're, I don't know, in some old ancient So what place. would they do about it if it was just a mess? Well, again, it's just something to look out for. Just to be you, aware of Are you of sure it? that you're happy with that? Like, you know, you're going to be plugging your fantastic um, computers into it and there's no proper... <laughs> Apart from a huge, big, you know, 16-amp uh, wire fuse burning out on an overload only, then... Hang on, I'm know. confused. What are you talking about? So you're sitting there with your computer. Yeah. And what, 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 what would happen? Well, it just... That's why a lot of... If, uh, if they had a power cut, would it blow their computer up? No, it wouldn't blow the... But what were we worried just, about then? What I'm saying is about the safety of what you're plugging oh. into things. Like, you know, I mean... Could it's, you get an electric There's a lot shop? of electronic stuff nowadays that... Those fuses just aren't great, like, you know, there were breakers and trips and ground fault and RCDs. You know, if there's a slight fault when you plug it in, it'll just trip the main breaker, to doesn't it? To keep you like, safe. Just to keep you safe, right. yeah. Whereas this, these things, you know, it's like, especially when you're plugging heaters in around the house and if then all of a sudden the lights go out, like, you mm. know, or whatever, like, you know, I'm just saying it's just something to look at because... Remember in the olden days, Bri, when you couldn't, when, I don't know if you ever had this because you came from quite a wealthy family, but... I came from quite a poor family and mm. my mum and dad, sometimes they couldn't afford extra plugs. So they yeah. used to have, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember, Brian? Oh, no. It was like a wire with just the wires yeah. coming out of the end yeah. of it. Yeah. 
and you'd stick it into the, you'd say oh, I want to plug this in but it hasn't got a plug in and they'd just say oh yeah I'll just use this plug and you'd stick it into the holes mm-hmm. with your fingers how safe was that that's terrible you'd yeah. stick it into the holes with your fingers and then quickly ram another plug on top of yeah. it to hold it in place did you ever used yeah. to do that yeah we used to do that yeah really yeah because on the English plugs the top one it would push there's the earth one which is slightly longer and as you push that in it drops the gates on the live and neutral mm. and so then you know you sometimes you'd stick a screwdriver into the top one and push them in so they're in a bit more so when you plug it in it would work mm. yeah and the plugs used to be metal all the way so back dangerous. out now they've got little bits of plastic on them to stop mm. you doing that like you know mm. so if the plug's slightly out you can't get a shock off it but yeah no we used to do that mm. yeah that's yeah. very very good points then that Brian. yeah and just see if it's got a pay-as-you-go meter some of the places do have you know you have to go down to the the four square and get it charged up for what you're electric. electric yeah I like I prefer that idea because you know where you are then. Yeah, you don't yeah. get a whopping great big bill at the end of it. But no. I don't think does anyone have that anymore, Bri? Do they do yeah, that? They do. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. You see them in Foursquare with the keys. Right. That was and, a big thing in yeah. England, because wasn't it? Because what it is Normally. is some of the tenants would actually leave and leave it with a big bill and not paying it to yeah, the landlord. That's a good to way to do bill. it, isn't it? Yeah, so some of them do do that. So just be careful because it's more expensive to pay for getting electric that way. Okay. And right. the last thing is is gas. Um not there's not a lot of reticulated gas in New Zealand, mainly in Auckland and Wellington and uh, Hamilton and a few cities like My that. My mum's on reticulated gas. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. But oh. that's because it's the NACI, which is the the cap, you know, the um, energy state of New Zealand. So oh, is it? there is quite a bit of reticulated gas in. What a good job you live there then. It is. Yeah. Did you know that when you went for your job there? No. That it was the capital of the gas? No, it's where most of the gas comes from for New Zealand. That's fantastic. Yeah. And there you are. There's a big pipeline. That's Living Auckland. on the hill. Yeah. Down to Wellies. Knowing everything. And then it's only it's only LPG in the South Island, even though you can get reticulated LPG, which um, I'll give up. <laughs> What's yeah. it like trying to do a podcast with you? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No. So that's an, that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Then, isn't so it, right? you might be on bottle gas, kind of expensive, um, for, especially for heating, mm. but not too bad for hot water. We're on bottled gas. Yeah. Our bottled gas heats the hot water. Yeah. And what else? The heating. And the, and the radiators in the in the bedrooms. How much does and it cost us a month? In the winter. It's not um, cheap, is it, Brian? No, it's about, say, two to $300 mm. a month just for gas. Yeah, it's not cheap. Depends. We normally go through at least two bottles a month, but that's about it, really, mm. I suppose. But, and we only, you know... A wood burner in the living room. We mm. have got underfloor heating in there, but I prefer the wood burner. To yeah, we don't nice. use it, do we? Yeah. So again, just look out because it's all expense, and you know. Okay. Before we yeah. go, then, because uh, some of you may know and some of you may not, we're currently renting our house. We're away traveling Europe, and um, we are renting our house out. We rented our house out for six months to a lovely lady who's really looking after it. If she phoned us up now mm-hmm. and said, "Plug's not working." Yeah. Do, is it our responsibility? Yes. It is. Yes. Okay. What about if she phoned us up and said... The basic things you, no. you, you go through them is, are all the breakers up? Right. So you talk to them first before you call your electrician out. Because mm, she's just phoned us, hasn't she? And said, the lawnmower's broken. Yeah. And That's our yeah. responsibility to fix that. Actually, Brian, you should say about that before we go. What's the responsibility? If you're renting a house, yeah. is it your job as a renter... To look after the garden it or is it the It depends what's in the contract. Oh, okay. Because when you go to look at it, you just say, what do I have to do to the garden? And they might say, oh, it's part of the rent um, or, you know, it's no, you have to cut the grass. That's what you have to really worry about. You can say in the contract, gardening, you have to do the gardening, as mm. in pull the weeds up and do that. But that would have to be something you negotiate, like, you know, mm. so either comes off the rent or... Um, you know, you're happy that you're going to do that work. Mm. That's that's part of whatever is in, you know. And the other thing is, is a lot of people uh, have pets and things. So you just got to check, do they take pets? Do you know what? I just want to say about that because we've had lots of people on the on the chat on within the group saying, oh yeah, I'm coming over and I'm bringing my dog and I'm really disheartened because lots of places just say no dogs. Listen, we've just rented our place and we ticked, May I said, no, we ticked no dogs. And then in the description, we said we're willing to negotiate. Just bear that in mind, because when we rented ours, who 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 does want millions of dogs turning up? But yeah. 
the lady we rented it to, she's got a lovely dog. We chatted to about her dog. She said, oh, she's really well trained. You know, she's a lovely dog. And we were just like, yeah, it's no problem. So yeah. don't write it off just because you see it on Trade Me and it says no dogs. Do not write that off as being a no-goer because you can talk to the landlord that, like the lady did with us and just negotiate. Kiwis are so flexible and... Yeah, I just wanted to say that. I think yeah, it's important. And if it's got an internal garage, they might be happy with the dog to live in the garage or something like that. You know, some, I don't know, just something on down those sort of routes, like, you know. Yeah. Um, there might, like Liz said, there might be, oh, door's just closed. So what? So the, there might just be. Oh, um, Room yeah. for room for manoeuvre yeah. is the word for it, isn't it? Yes, it is. By the way, before we go, I just want to say that there is something that you've missed on your list. So I'm going to add to this okay. now. Always check to see about your rubbish collection. Because, hmm, see, see? Yep. It's not on your list, is it? No. It's important, Bri. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it is. Because... Especially if you're rural. Yeah. Because there might no, be no rubbish collection. Well, I'm only telling you this because we, literally, a year ago, they stopped taking our recycling. Yeah. All of a sudden, no, we don't do recycling anymore. Yeah. Now we've got to put it in the car and take it into town. And yeah. I think it's something that you should ask about. Just like, what is yeah. your recycling it's procedure? Like, yeah, How many, it. you know, where, when's your bit? When are yeah. you bins How big's the bin that you get? You know, because mm -hmm. it might be up to you to, if you want a bigger recycling bin, that you've got to um, pay for that lot, you know? Yeah. And it's funny because throughout the, even throughout the region of Tadanaki, where we live, my mum, for instance, for her recycling stuff it they're so particular about it well you do they get inspectors that go in yeah. and see what you're throwing out they have they've got yeah. and if it's not washed properly and if the jars aren't in that one and the tins have got to be whereas yeah. when we were doing it it was just you could just put it just all went in didn't it as long as it was we weren't all allowed glass in, bottles yeah, that was no it. that's the only thing we couldn't put and soft plastic for some unknown reason yeah um terrible like you can't recycle soft plastic for some unknown reason so i think it's a good idea to ask about that yeah yeah yeah. So I hope that answers your question, Priscilla, and everyone else that's just thinking I'm going to move to New Zealand and what yep. do I look for when I'm renting a house? No, and that's the thing. It's just open your eyes. And that's mm. the big, the biggest thing. It's it, A lot of it's common sense. But if you're not a tradie, then you're just thinking, oh, yeah, I love this place. You know, you, you get literally bamboozled by the lovely place and then you forget about the basics, you know, even like what's the oven like? You know, what's what, what's the cooker like? Mm. Can I burr cooking on that for a family of four? You know, it's one of those spirally ring things on the on the hob. They're a nightmare, aren't they? they just burn everything inside. Mm. So, yeah, you know, has it got an induction hob? Is it gas? Is it electric? Is it ceramic? Are the kids going to burn themselves on it? Or it's just lots of things to look out for. Mm. You know, is there a law on how how much deposit you've got to put down? Or yes, it's. I think it's normally. I think it's a month, that's all. A month that's in advance. A, a month in advance. And the, where the bond gets paid, the, it gets paid, you can ask for it to be paid into um, a, a government, a the government account. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so they, the landlord's got no access to it without you and vice versa. You've got no access for it. Mm. And so you have got to leave the place like you found it or that's when you can start saying, well, I'm taking stuff out of your bond, mm. you know, and things like that. It shouldn't get to that. You always have to pay in advance with your rent. So, mm. you know, just be aware that it could be a month or six weeks um, uh, bond that goes in. Mm. And that has to be up front. And then you've got your rent as well. So it can cost you a lot of money. Okay, so we hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as promised, we're going to give you details about joining the NZ Ahead membership group. That group is all is filled with just the most gorgeous, gorgeous people all like-minded, adventurous people who are making the move to come to, from the other side of the world or wherever they're coming from. We've got people from, uh, you know, America, UK, South Africa, all over all Europe. All over. Brazil. There's yeah, all sorts there's of people, lots and lots of people um, in there. And they've yeah. got one intention, and that is to make the move to New Zealand and do it together, basically. Just support each other. Well, it is. I mean, you know, it's there's a, there's a guy called Warren who's, oh, yeah. um, you I know, he, he's, he's a guy, he's... he's Got, got in all his things ready to be a teacher here in New Zealand. He's on his own and he just wanted a community to be here yeah, for him when he, he, said when he came here. You know, and we've got, we've got like, I want, I just want some friends for when I get there. And I just yeah. thought, oh, we've got a bunch of nurses that are on their own as well. And yeah. they're all in the group and they're meeting up with other people yeah. and, you know, going from Wellington to Dunedin to, to have meetups and just make friends. Yeah. And that's it's exactly what way. I thought the other day when I read Warren's introduction, it, it suddenly struck me 
this isn't a group. I mean, it is. It, it's a helpful. It's a very helpful group. I mean, yeah, we do things yeah. like this. We we're always answering questions. Everyone's always chatting and asking questions, and they get answered by people who live in New Zealand, and we share. Yeah. But more importantly. And I don't want to sound like cliched or anything like that, but it is, it's like a family. It's a great group. I it can't is. believe a, this community that we've created. It's cry. just full of great people. It There's is. lots of humour in there. There's lots of seriousness, seriousness if you need to be. Yeah. But just generally, it's a lot of people just saying how their day is going and look at this. Talking what do you, what do you think other. of this? Yeah. You know, and taking pictures of things because there's a whole bunch of us living in New Zealand and it's just so you get to see what life is like in New Zealand as well. And I think I might have said this before, but when when me and Brian were in Belgium, we met up with our friend Bert and Lisa, who were, who were both in the community. And something that Lisa said really stood out to me. She said, when you move into New Zealand, no one wants to talk about your family, your friends. Yeah, they don't want to know. Don't. They don't want to talk no. about you moving You're to the other changing, side of the world. You? Exactly. Yeah. You're just like, can we just not talk about New Zealand? And she said, and it felt so lonely and yeah. so, yeah, like alone. I just felt alone. And she said, yeah. and then I found your community. And she said, and every single person in that group is the same as me. Is doing yeah, the same. It's thing. doing the same thing, and, and thought, oh, or like or have done the same thing. Yeah, it's that, that's it. You know, so we did lovely. it. What did we do it thirteen years ago? Yeah, and it's just it's still fresh in our mind. Yeah, you know, you still remember how you felt, mm. and we had no one. There was no one, was there? Like no. Anyway, so yeah. that's the community. I mean, I can't tell you any more than that. That that is it. And you buy the membership, and you get all these videos and private podcasts and. Lots and lots of other things. I'm all about moving to New Zealand. So if you do want to become part of a member, a part of this membership group, you need to go and sign up at www.nzahead.com/free. No, nzahead.com/free. That's right. So, so free. Yeah. Take the free five-day video guide that we offer, which yep. is absolutely fantastic, and it's free, so you've got nothing to lose. And then at the end of that, I think it's on day five, you are offered the chance to become a member of the community. Yeah, and that's it. So maybe it will be you next time that sends us an audio message like Priscilla did and said, Liz, Brian, can you talk about this on the podcast? And we will make a podcast just for you. But until that day, it's been lovely chatting with you. Yep. And uh, yeah. Keep safe and yeah, kia kaha. That means stay strong and kia stay true and um, keep on pushing. And uh, let's see you over here in New Zealand. Yeah, make Come that on dream over. happen. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, it is. It is a great place. Okay, yeah. I'll speak to you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. We have loved having you here with us. If you love this week's show, please share this with your friends. Send it to anybody you know that wants to think about moving to New Zealand and get on over here yourself. And tell them how brilliant it is as well. And also, if you haven't signed up for our free five-day video guide showing you what life is like, really like, in New Zealand, then go over to the website and sign up. You are missing out. This is brilliant go over to www.nzahead slash free and we will send you five days worth of videos about what life is like in New Zealand. You are going to love it. So one more time, that website that you need to sign up for the free five-day guide is www.nzahead slash free. So we're going to see you next week. Until then, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Say bye again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>